0: From Cool Boys Central. From Bat Tips to Bat Nips, (laughs) we are just three cool boys revisiting Batman: The Animated Series and wearing hats. (laughs) This is Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast.
1: I see Batman and Beyond.
0: Greetings, Cool Boy Bat Nation. And welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Felk. I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. Uh. So cool. Tonight's episode is Prophecy <laughs> of Doom, directed by Frank Power, story by Dennis Marks, and teleplay by Sean Catherine Derrick. This episode aired October 6th, 1992 and features the first appearance of Nostromos and Lucas, who might be a gay couple. Mm. Wikipedia says Batman investigates a cult called the Brotherhood, founded by the quote-unquote mystic Nostromos, after hearing about a number of stories from his colleagues about his ability to predict the future. Batman finds out that Nostramos is actually a con artist who was rigging near-fatal accidents to gain the confidence of Gotham's upper-class citizens, and he must expose this ruse before it is too late. I hate cruise ships. Why? I don't know. I don't want to be on a cruise ship ever. It, does, yeah, no, it doesn't seem pleasant. It, it doesn't appeal? Just go to a hotel and a resort.
2: This seemed rather violent to, of a thing to do, to just give, like, a prophecy. <laughs> He's just going to blow up a, a cruise ship so that he'd get a bunch of people to give him some money. I don't know.
1: I know, and it, it seems exactly like... Uh, it kind and of seems Titanic? like 1997's Titanic, James Cameron <laughs> <laughs> did. Do you guys think that this episode maybe influenced 1997 James Cameron's film
0: Titanic? No, I believe the actual uh, boat called the Titanic. Fake news! <laughs> influenced that. There's a, a report about how like a, a shocking like seventy five percent of like I think it's millennials but maybe young millennials did not know that the Titanic was a real thing. Like, they <laughs> think it's a movie. No, oh, uh. a higher like more than fifty percent. Dude, do you post about it on Facebook every day? If not, I'm sure they don't know about it. Well, they post about the movie, but nobody knows it was a real fucking boat. It's scary.
2: I guess I found that Heather Locklear was the guest voice for Lisa, which I thought oh was, shit, that's that's Heather Locklear. Like that was pretty random because I, I don't know, just seemed kind of
0: random. You need a fuckable voice for a fuckable character. <laughs> fuckable.
2: Yeah. So what's up with this
1: character? So Bruce is—is is this Batman? Is this Bruce Wayne? A lot like Zack Snyder's Bruce Wayne, where he's just fucking women.
2: Well, he's hanging out with like the father and the daughter at the same time. But he's clearly dating Lisa. Is he dating her, or he's just... Oh
1: yeah, he's walking her home. She's all upset that he like joins the Brotherhood. He's all like, "Oh, you caught me with
2: my pants down." It's a little <laughs> awkward. All right, all right. I, I just thought that they were good friends. No, he wants the fucker.
1: But do you think Bruce has a big dick or a small dick? What was that? Do you think Bruce Wayne has a big dick or a small dick? Medium sized, average average? So what, he's working five inches? Six inches? Well, it depends on how much you, how much stock you put in fucking outhouse.com. You know what I say? He's probably five inches as Bruce, six inches as Bats.
0: <laughs> he's just more hard all the time?
1: Yeah, you gotta be when you're Bats. But, uh, he's fucking Lisa for sure.
0: Oh yeah. No, I mean, only, only a gay would would get the, would interpret that wrong. <laughs> well, thanks for calling me a gay. <laughs> That's And I, I used a... <laughs> Oh, I, that makes a me, game. that makes me the bigot. A game. <laughs> Only a gay. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 there's a, there's a fair amount of, all right, well, first off, we're going to have to go into this with the next one, but, like, this villain in his, like, boyfriend, he, that's, they're gay, right? In this? Nostramos and, yeah, Nostramos and his, and his, Lucas? his, his boy Lucas.
2: I, I didn't pick up on that either. I mean, I guess you could go with the subtones or try to, but I, I didn't really pick up on it. I thought they were just two con artists,
1: Well, they're actors, right? And they're from the Hollywood, so they're probably gay, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All actors
2: are gay, isn't that what uh, Team America taught us? Where is this? Where is this podcast going? But uh, I, I didn't. It's I didn't going into hit,
0: homophobe land. Yeah, it's going into well, or our homophobic. I guess so. Land. But uh, I guess it's just homo. I think
2: I thought it was just uh, a partner, you know. Was, That's what they call him, <laughs> I guess. But it was his partner in crime, and he did, you know, he was the one that was able to do the the machine work or whatever, all the background work. I think he was the one that was causing all the explosions, I guess, on the boat and whatnot. Like, who did the explosion on the boat, or who went on there? Lucas and-
1: did. Lucas did because he's got the FX and, uh, and like stuntman work. Like they mm-hmm. talk about that right here when they go over their their case files, their criminal case files. Yeah. So uh, not Stromos. He's got petty larceny, and I have a quick question for you guys: What the fuck's petty larceny? A small like. It's like
0: stealing. Yeah, it's the theft. It's it's. What theft. do you mean,
1: like like Marge Simpson stealing, like taking like old man whiskey out the the fucking convenience store? I think it's okay. under
0: under like five hundred dollars or something like that. Theft. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, Lucas is a stunt guy, FX guy, which sounds a lot like to me. Like that movie, FX, and FX2, The Deadly Art of Illusion. Yeah. Where, where the main character was a stunt guy, FX guy, in a world when FX actually meant something physical instead of CGI.
2: Yeah. Well, I like how you point out how he got, but you know how he got that information was that he was uh, doing his detective work. He got Nostromos to touch a glass or something like that. And then he got the fingerprints off the glass,
0: Ooh. Yeah. which means he has uh, he has finger. He has like not only access to criminal record fingerprints, He's hacking shit, but because he also has uh, uh, the great ghost fingerprints in the previous episode. And uh, like there's no establishment that guy even committed a crime. He just has a fingerprint database of the entire city.
2: He didn't have the great ghost. He didn't have the great ghost fingerprints.
0: Oh no! Yeah, he, he does. did, because
2: he yep. ran it through the the, the machine. And it,
0: it goes, they're your fingerprints, and it's like, what the fuck? What? Batman has everyone's fingerprints. That's that's a huge.
2: He probably got pulled over at one time and was drunk and got fingerprinted.
0: Well, still, that means Batman has access to the police fingerprints.
2: For sure, I think he's hacked all the the com- you know the computer, all the government computers. <laughs> he's, he's rogue.
0: Yeah, just like uh, Neil Breen. I have hacked the most secret government secrets.
1: <laughs> I've hacked into the most secret government and corporate secrets. Neil Breen. Uh that's a whole podcast we can't go into. I mean, that even involves red letter media conversations. Yeah, I know. They kind of already have that one. They do, yeah. Um I, I like how uh uh Bruce Wayne, when he's attacked by Nostromos' uh best friend, Lucas, um it's 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 when Lucas apparently uh, uh, hits up Bruce Wayne when he's in his personal elevator after a repairman just showed up. You could not be more obvious of what you just did. If like Bruce Wayne were to have died in an elevator crash, it would be like, oh, it was clearly the fucking repair guy who showed up for no reason when there was no need for an elevator maintenance. I,
2: I, I don't understand why Bruce has a personal elevator. He's so well, because well, like, he goes to his suite.
1: <laughs> he, he goes straight to his suite. He goes to the top floor. Dude, billionaires have personal elevators. The repairman, right? He's he's Lucas. He just throws a wrench in the gears and then pours acid on the fucking cable. There at no point could you ever call that an accident. Like any CSI would look at that mainly and be like, "Yeah, this is like clearly homicide or <laughs> attempted homicide."
2: Well, same thing with the bomb in the cruise ship. It was a bomb that, that went off.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it sank to the bottom of the ocean. They never found it.
2: I don't know. Be like, there was an explosion. This is
1: 1992. James Cameron had not gone out with Bob Ballard yet to go find the Titanic. Mm-hmm. That's right, Cool Boy Nation. I didn't make a mistake there. His name is Bob Ballard. Um... I also want to point out that on that roof, when Batman quickly changed in the elevator to get to fucking Lucas, it was pretty quick. It was so fast. He and he took, by the way, he took longer and see no evil in a bathroom. Uh huh. Right. So he I think this actually proves Steve, right? Steve was right. Batman took a shit (laughs) uh, while crime was going on. But in this episode, he lunges that battering into Lucas's fucking back of his knee and it actually wedges in there. Like Lucas actually has to like put effort into yank it out. That's fucking violent. There's penetration. Mm -hmm. There was actually penetration in this in this episode from the battery. No blood, of course. Penetrated, penetrate me. So I I, that's honestly maybe like one of two things I wanted to point out about this episode. Yeah. (laughs) So that I mean, if you guys have anything, it was kind of a
2: forget. To me, this was a forgettable episode.
1: I don't like this episode. No, me neither.
2: I did like, though, the very end, because it ended with a Shakespeare line. So it's interesting to me. I guess that's the educational part of the show. Oh, I see
1: a bad moon rising? That's very Shakespearean. No, the,
2: the, the end of the show, it ends with, like, uh, Batman or Bruce saying, like, uh, remember what the bard said or something. And he's like, the fault lies not in the stars but in ourselves. Isn't that from Julius Caesar? That is. That's from Julius Caesar.
1: Well, here goes Heather Locklear into some investigation to see what Nostromos is doing to Daddy.
2: Maybe she could become uh, an, a superhero. If she gets an
1: electrical fire, she won't. And those happen prevalently on the show.
2: She just gets tied up and then, like, uses bait. I know, because she's a woman.
1: <laughs> fridging! It's not fridging. It's close, though. Um... They do attach Lisa to Mars. That's a good point. And that's when Ostromo does say like something like, look, I see a bad moon rising. And then it's like, oh. Creedence,
2: f- cleaner water.
1: CCR.
2: <laughs> yeah. It would have been funny if they started playing it, but uh, probably licensing.
1: Yeah. You know what they did do, Steve? That was, I, uh, uh, that's funny. You bring that up because um, they do a spin on Gustav Holtz's uh, Mars, The Bringer of War, which is from the uh uh planets and um mm-hmm. it's something that's been commonly used uh Hans Zimmer has used it for Gladiator Well that would no
0: no he was sued by the estate for copying a little too much of it for Gladiator
1: too much he's too close uh it's commonly uh, very similarly used in or or uh, uh a variation of it is somewhat used in lots of Star Wars music um yep. but yeah it's a very famous song Mars is, I love it I have the album and it's uh you know Plays in this episode yeah. during all the planet crashing stuff, which I thought was awesome. Yeah,
0: it's often cool. used in planetariums. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah, I believe oh, for sure. TV Sherlock, the Benedict Cumberbatch uh, series uses it for that. Uh, it was uh, M- Mars was uh, used for the first trailer for X Two X Men United. No, wasn't. It? Yes, it was. Wow, that's badass. Like the whole like two minutes of the track.
1: Shirley Walker, though, I'm pretty sure used this. Um, as a sampling to go along with her Batman like score, because it's not just clearly that, but it's definitely, it harkens to that for sure. Harkens. This is a fucking Scooby-Doo episode and I don't really care for
0: it. 2.5 boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, I agree. Uh, I'll, I'll actually go down to two. Uh, it's not, it's not unwatchable, but it just wasn't very interesting. And it seems like the uh, effort that the villain was going to, to carry out his prophecies, Greatly outweighed the benefit of uh, establishing that he has accurate prophecies.
2: I I thought it was interesting that Bruce gave him $10 million. That was, uh, he's just, he's just full of money.
1: Candy. It's just candy to
2: Bruce. He's just just throwing $10 million to see where this goes. (laughs) But uh, yeah, this was a boring one. It was forgettable. I'd probably give it uh, one or two, two boys. I guess I'll give it two boys.
0: Great bat stuff, gentlemen. Cool boy nation. Tune in next week, same Cool Bat time, same Cool Bat channel. Cool Bat Nation, be sure to let us Bat know what you Bat thought of Prophecy of Doom, or what your favorite Bat episode is by Bat emailing us at at new episodes of Batman and Beyond come out every Thursday. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the cool boys podcast on itunes soundcloud google play and patreon where the cool boys have an uncensored discussion about five so cool movies everything ranging from bods to dongs and all the boners they have given us be sure to follow us on twitter at cool boys podcast and facebook group us at the cool boys podcast like and subscribe to us on youtube you can find us on youtube by searching for the cool boys podcast and be sure to rate and review us on iTunes at the Cool Boys Podcast. And if you like, you can donate to us on Patreon and receive additional episodes of Cool Boys After Dark and a Cool Boy shout out on the Cool Boys Podcast that airs every Tuesday. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/CoolBoysPodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Biizies from Felk.
2: That's Biizies from Ballard and Biizies from Steven.
0: So cool.
1: Batman.
2: And beyond.
1: Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond.
0: Oh, yeah.